those kids. They're gonna love Dark Falls. <laughs> Saber's hungry. Stay out of the basement! I must have your beautiful hands. You know how much I love how I want my bride. You must drink or treat forever. Happy Halloween. Viewers beware. You're in for a scare. The Ghost Pitter. The Ghost Pitter. I love this story. I love that you love it. You do? Yeah. Hi, I'm Daniel Montgomery. Hey, I'm Matthew Scott Montgomery. And wow, we love Goosebumps. Wow, we love Goosebumps. We are thrilled to be here today. We are so thrilled. Let's get into it. Yes, we have to. This is the fifth short story from this collection, More and More Tales to Give You Goosebumps. Is it one, two, three, four? Yes, it is. It's the fifth one. That means we're almost halfway through. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about it. I you don't remember you don't really remember this one, do you? I don't remember this. We read this book like months ago now. <laughs> um, let's see. I think I, I remember the twist at the end. Good. And I remember but remind me how it gets started. All right, so we have sort of dual protagonists here. Brothers, Ray and his older brother, Mike. I don't think so, Ray. And they've just moved into an old house with their family. I love a story that starts in, in uh, starts with moving into a new house. Me too. I love it so much. A new house. This uh, house has two creepy old staircases, a crooked chimney, and his parents, uh, their their parents, well, I guess Ray is really our, our, our real true um, leader here. Ray's, his parents love, love to fix up old houses. And lots more houses. And they have been sort of hopping from house to house, but I guess they've said to the kids that this is their home forever. Forever. Ray's kind of worried, though, because a, a kid at recess named Chris bitch told Ray that the town has a haunted house it's a oh, it's a rundown old house with a terrible smell and it's on Beach Street B E E C H Beach Street at the dead end a girl with braces adds yes i know that street it's at the dead end and Ray goes wait that's where I live. And then Ray realized, says, hey, wait, which house is it? Is it the one on the right or the left? And she said the left. And Ray realizes, oh, no, that's the house next door. That deserted house with its weedy lawn and broken window. And when they walk home from school that day, Mike and Ray, Ray asks Mike, he says, Mike, do you think that house across from ours is really haunted? And Mike says, there's no such theme. When they get home, their mom is out front gardening, gardening, and Ray gets this chill in his bones. Oh, no. He looks up at the house next door, that haunted house, and sees two dark, angry eyes looking at him from a small round window in the top of the house. No, please. And he says, Mike, Mike, I just saw the ghost. No. And Mike says, where? And he says, up there. And of course, there's nothing in the window. Could never get tired of this. 
their mom say, hey, I've got a job for you. Mr. and Mrs. Hodge, who live next door in that house, have a few chores for you two to do while they're gone for the weekend. You need to do one chore in the morning and one at night. Mr. and Mrs. Hodge, we haven't heard of them. And, uh... Ray and Mike are like, what? Ew, I don't want to do that. That sounds lame. And mom says, it won't be a big deal. They'll be back on Sunday. It's just like, just for the weekend. These they say, mystery chores. They say, okay. So the next morning they, they start their chores. And that involves picking, Ray picks up the mail and the newspaper. And basically they just, I think they just have to take the newspaper inside or something. Yeah. And... He and Mike sort of push open the rusty door of the house, and Ray is pretty spooked. And plus, there's that terrible smell. Wait, that's that smell we heard about. That's, that's something rotten, something dead. And you guys, do you know where they, they... So they go in the house, and what what they they realize that the smell is coming from is the dumb waiter. Oh, no. I love a dumb waiter. ghost. And they, they creep up on it. And they open it, and there's a moldy bowl of oatmeal in there. Ooh, sect. Yuck. That's what's the rotten smell. And they throw it out in the kitchen, and they go back to the dumbwaiter just to check to see if it works. And they, Greg says, this is cool. And Ray says, it must go all the way to the attic. Just Wait. where I saw those two dark, angry eyes from that small window. Oh, no. Their next chore is to open the curtains in the living room. Oh, so okay. So Ray follows Mike into the living room, and then... But um, Ray steps on something soft. Ew, sick. I hope it's not moldy oatmeal. No, it's an animal. What? Oh, no. Actually, it's a doll. Oh, it's a doll with no head and teeth marks all over it chewed up. Oh, okay. Oh, that's okay then. But then they hear a crash above them. No. Followed by another crash. No. And a deep groan. I'm scared. How does the groan sound? Boo! They run out of the house. They're so scared. And Mike's like, hey, maybe, you know, it's an old hit. Maybe it wasn't a big deal. All all that we really saw was a chewed up old doll with no head and bite marks all over it. And then we heard two um, crashes. Two, two crashes in a low groan. It's probably just the house. Yeah, house makes houses, old houses make strange noises They're like that. They're always all the chewing time. on old dolls. And maybe it was just kid pulling kids kids pulling pranks. Yeah, pulling pranks. So they go home. And later, a storm gathers over the house. Ooh, lightning and thunder. And they have to go back to the house to do their, like, other chores, I guess. Round two, girl. And it's so dark inside the house. I can't see anything. They click on a hall light, and Mike goes deep into the house to turn on the kitchen light. And Ray goes goes into the living room to close the drapes, because they have to close the drapes at the end of the day. That makes sense. And then he feels around for a switch, and he he touches something soft. What? It's a cobweb. Oh. And then, oh no. And then he, he finds, that's okay. And then he actually finds the light switch. And he, tr- and he sees that the room has been utterly destroyed. What? What do you mean? Has it been totally trashed? Yeah, it's trashed. And then Ray hears a shrill moan in the room. How does that sound? Woo! Mike screams from the kitchen, screams, we have to get out. We have to get out of here. So he and Ray run outside into the rain. And, oh, wow. Mike's- rain on me, tsunami. Mike says, oh, no, the kitchen was trashed. And Ray says, the living room is trashed. They have to tell their mm-hmm. die. Someone broke into the house and totally trashed the house. Take it to the house. But they f- um, they f- they go to tell mom and dad, and they find mom in- they find them inside of their own home. 
and mom is putting a bandage on dad's arm. Oh no, the cellar door slammed on it. Luckily, it didn't break his arm. The most beautiful phrase in the English English language slammed on it. But yes, the cellar door out of nowhere slammed on his arm. And dad jokes, see, the house is out to get me. Mom says, this would be your last do-it-yourself old house fix-up they'll ever do. Yeah, she says, they're joking that the house is trying to kill them. Ray and Mike don't really say anything, and they say, well, it's time for bed, kids. And they they're, they're like, well, I guess um, I guess that's fine. We won't tell you what we just saw in the house next door. Yeah, we won't tell you that we saw the house totally trash and heard a shrill moan. They said we'll be upstairs in a minute. And Ray looks over to the house next door and sees it outlined in lightning. And Mike says, we we really we have to go back. We have to go back because I left the key and they need no. the, they left the key in the house and they need to lock up the house. Oh damn it! So they run through the hard rain and it's soaking their clothes and they're sopping wet. And Mike says. Ray, just stay by the door as, as I run into the house to get the key that I left in the kitchen. And Ray is so terrified and shaking and absolutely soaked and sopping wet. And Mike runs down the hall and there's this big crash of thunder and lightning and all the lights in the house go out. No, please, I'm too scared. Mike says, I got the keys. And he comes running towards the door, but then Ray hears a stampede of footsteps coming in addition to Mike. And Mike yells, Ray says, run for it, run for it, run away from the stampede of ghosts. They slam the door shut and Ray has to hold it closed as Mike locks at the door and the door's shaking and the doorknob's shaking. Someone's pounding on the door from the inside and they're screaming, what was that? What was that? I don't know. And I don't want to find out. They lock the door and then they run home. Where they're blinded by bright white lights and they scream, oh no, it's the ghost. The ghost is outside and it's going to eat us. An angry voice says, what were you doing in there? Oh, wait. Just a second. It wasn't actually a ghost. It was the headlights of the Hodges' car, and they've come home early. Oh, oh, now I get it. And Mr. Hodge says, oh, they came home early on account of the storm. And they say, don't go in the house. Mike and Ray say, please, please, Mr. and Mrs. Hodge, don't go in the house. And... Mrs. Hodges says, oh, no, we shouldn't have left him. He didn't hurt you, did you? And they say, the ghost? And then there's a bang on the front door and a high-pitched shriek. How does that sound? (laughs) Mr. Hodge opens the door, and they say, don't, don't do it. And a pink pig comes squealing (laughs) out. That's our pet pig, Walter. He's been our pet for years. I thought we'd penned him up. When he gets out, he wrecks the house. And he's afraid of storms. He goes on a rampage. And Ray says, yeah, we know that now. And they all All laugh laugh and laugh. So back at school, Ray explains to the kids that the house isn't haunted. It's just inhabited by a pet pig. That's what it was. That's why everything was trash and that dead doll was all chewed up and the moldy oatmeal was left out and there was the low moans and the shrill moans and the moan moans. The girl with braces says, no, no, everyone knows the Hodges and Walter. That house is totally chill. It's the house next door, the empty one on the left. And... One of the other kids says, no, no, it's the one on the right, the one with the crooked chimney. Don't you know you're left from your right? And the girl says, oh, yeah, you're right, the house on the right. Everyone knows that house is filled with ghosts, angry ghosts, very dangerous ghosts. (laughs) That boy says, yeah, no one ever survives that house. (gasps) Oh, a twister. I'm going to read the first paragraph and the last paragraph of this book. Of the ghost sitter. Of the ghost sitter. Ray was worried. 
Chris turned back to Ray and Mike. By the way, where do you guys live, he asked. Uh What a wonderful twist. See, when I was reading this one, I remember now. But when I was reading it, I... You remember now. I remember that twist at the end almost immediately. But then you have so much fun reading it that you get caught up in it that you forget about the twist. I think it's so stupid and silly that it's a pig the whole time. I think think it's it's so fun. I think it's fun. I I love that twist. I think this could have been a TV episode. Maybe. Wait, so Mike and Ray are the are they ghost sitting? Are they ghost sitters? Um, they were supposed to co- sort of like sit the house, I guess. The ghost sitter. Yeah. So they are. Um, you know, it's like the babies. They're the babysitters, but they're the ghost sitters. Or Wouldn't the ghost this should sitter. be shouldn't this be called the ghost sitters? Yeah, but doesn't the ghost sitter sound better? It sounds a lot better. It just doesn't make any sense. If you're if you're worried about these stories making and titles making sense, we, we got a long way to go. Well, I guess we got a long way to go. So I hope you guys join us for this long, long <laughs> way we're going to go. Do you want to talk to Robert Lawrence about the title? He doesn't remember this. Yeah, he, he'll never remember this. <laughs> I think it. I think it could have been a great TV episode. Yeah, there's a lot of really fun elements about it, and it's just short enough, and it's got a great twist. I love a good pig. Oh, that'll do, pig. That'll do, pig. So why don't you tell us what'll do and say hi on uh, email. You can say hi at welcome to deadcast at gmail.com or you can say hi on Instagram. I'm Daniel X Montgomery or Daniel Montgomery on Twitter. I'm Matthew underscore Scott underscore Montgomery on Instagram and I robot you Jane on Twitter. Next, we're going to get to a witchy tale. What's the next one called? Fun with spelling. Fun with spelling, yes. Oh god, this book is full of such wacky and weirdos. It's really, really nutter butters. Yeah, it's nasty. Oink, oink. Oh, stop pigging around. Sorry, storms make me go on a rampage. I go absolutely crazy. Oh, Walter. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll see you, Walter, next time. If, if you are. I thought it was time you two should meet. Paul, say hello to my favorite beast in the whole world. My sow, Misery. Misery. Yes, I told you I was your number one fan. Yeah, I'm uh, starting to believe you. This farm was kind of dreary, what with just a few cows and chickens and me. But when I got Misery here, everything changed. She just makes me smile so. She's a fine uh, pig is what she is. I'm on page 300 now, Paul. And it's better than perfect. It's divine. What's the ceiling that Dago painted? The Sistine Chapel. Yeah, that and Misery's Child. Those are the only two divine things ever in this world.